What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting a Life with the boys, with the crew. And we're here back with another episode, season two, episode four. And I just want to start off by saying, how's everybody's day been today? How's your day been today, Danny? My day's been good. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm glad that that I'm in the program. I'm glad, you know, that I'm here present with y'all. Um, it's just, it, it's a great time to, you know, to be in the program and to be starting to be a chiropractor because, you know, we got this whole, you know, the whole vid thing going on. So it's, it's good. Life is good. How about you, Ken? How you feeling? Uh, I'm pretty good today. I mean, you know, I definitely woke up a little bit later today, so I got more energy in me, and um, I'm ready. I'm ready for the day and to face whatever challenge that uh, comes. How about yourself, Ryan? Uh, you know, I woke up naturally. It was a beautiful day outside today. <laughs> for breakfast, I felt like making crepes. I made crepes. They were quite delicious. Uh, and yeah, here I am. What about wow, you, Marcus? Thanks for the invite. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> But today, guys, we have a very... But Marcus, we care about your day, too. <laughs> oh, Marcus, oh. how was your day, Marcus? Marcus, Marcus, please tell us about your day, Marcus. I appreciate you guys asking, because I sure was just going to go to the next subject, because y'all just don't care about me at all. But um, my day has been very, very good. Uh, you know, very, very blessed to wake up, have a, you know, go outside and see such a beautiful day outside. And um, no classes, so it's kind of it's kind of a whole it's a whole lot better when there's no classes and you get to chill and just enjoy yourself because uh, as you guys know I'm in quarter four now, so it's kind of starting to heat up very very quickly. Um, and so a whole lot like a lot more labs, a whole lot more stuff in person, and they expect you to be, you know, more of a doc, which is very very good. Uh, I enjoy the expectations, and you know I'm trying to live up to that, but. On to the next. I just want to go ahead and let you guys know we have a very, very special guest today. Um, she is also in the same quarter as Ryan, Ken, and Danny, um, which is quarter five, um, where they're taking ortho. I'd like to mention that. They build different. Um, but I just want to go ahead and introduce her. Can I get a drum roll, please? Nice to introduce <laughs> Millie, <laughs> how you doing today? I'm great. It's really just an honor to be here. I'm very excited to talk with you guys. That's good. That's good. I just want to start off by saying, um, since you are in quarter five with these guys, I just want to kind of hear um, what actually brought you into chiropractic school. Sure. Um, I mean, I'd love to like start from the beginning and tell my story. Um, let's see, I was a dancer throughout my life and uh, mostly in high school I got really into it. Um, it required like way more of my body for sure. And um, I also, I had scoliosis throughout like my entire life, I still have it. Um, so I always knew that something was off, like my world was a little crooked, if you will. Um, <laughs> And I noticed, like when I we you know when I was using my body much more in dance, um, I could never like stretch my left side. My back would lock up. I just wasn't able to like get my body to stretch my hamstring. Um, my mom's idea was to take me to a chiropractor. Um, she was a woman, which we love, and I was obsessed with like what she did. Um, she showed me like how strong my legs could actually be um, if my body was um, uh, like using. My like because of my scoliosis, I wasn't like utilizing my muscles the way that I should be. Um, so yeah, so she'd show me like what my body was capable of and like how she could get me there. And I was working with her, and like I was able to stretch that side, which was a huge change for me. And like I was a better dancer because of it. And uh, that was like my first exposure. 
Um, I kind of like in college, I was just exposed to many different like healthcare professions. Um, I considered all of them. I'm going to be honest. I bounced like off the walls. I was like, oh, I'm going to like be a dentist. I'm like everywhere, really. Um, And I had one class where I had to shadow a couple different uh, like healthcare professions. Um, And I got so lucky and I shadowed like the man chiropractor, like he like was a huge influence for me and I I did shadow other professions but man he sold me he was the man I'll talk more about him later but um I was like yeah this is this is it this is exactly what I want to do so Millie um Mm -hmm. I have a question if you don't mind me asking sure of course what what did you dance like what kind of dance yeah yeah everything like but um like anything ballroom or tap I really sucked at tap (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I uh, I remember first quarter, um, I took some dancing classes and it was uh, it was no joke. Um, I'll tell you something. I didn't. I have no rhythm. I have three left feet. Really? <laughs> Thank, we wouldn't have never knew that. Thank you guys. I appreciate the support. You know, I'm really rooting for my dancing uh, my dancing career. But um, I want to say, Millie, you know, it's crazy. I would have I would have never guessed because you know you do a lot of yoga I was mm. when you mentioned like yeah man I have trouble stretching I'm like dude you literally you're you're a yogi like mm. you, it's it's you yeah and I just I never I never would have thought I mean kudos to you for you know for going through all of that and I guess that helped you transcend into you know into who you are now and to work better in your dancing and obviously now you're in chiropractic school so it helps you I'm sure with like how you adjust and how you set up and how you do all these movements because chiropractic is very physical Totally. so I'm sure that now because you've been prepared properly you're able to you know last longer in the field because I don't know if you guys know but chiropractic is a very physically demanding field I mean you know you have to be in shape you have to you know you always have to be eating right you know just having the right mindset as well because it, it can it can get to you you know it's not it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, you definitely have to be athletic, especially when you're, you know, I mean, we're right now we're just practicing how to do certain adjustments and getting into that athletic stance. And you're going to be adjusting people on the daily basis. And, you know, you could see up to five, six, seven hundred patients a week. So being in a good shape and having a good diet are really, you know, two key factors that will help you in the future, not only help you for yourself, because you don't want to injure yourself in it after a couple of years of practicing or working. So I definitely agree with you there. Now, Millie, I have a question. Um, because, you know, you mentioned, you know, we're in, obviously in chiropractic school. I wanted to ask you, because I myself, I'm, you know, one, pretty big guy. Um, I can kind of, I get away with just, you know, I just get away with being able to, you know, practice my setups and I can just kind of have wiggle room in, as far as like how I do things. How is it for you? Because, you know, you're, you're smaller. And with you work with like a big patient, I mean, like, for example, you know, if you were to have Marcus on the table, what are some tips that you would that you've gotten over the time to like, you know, work with somebody like him? Totally. Um, So this is like not the first time that someone has brought this up to me Um, just because I am five one to like give the listeners like a little view of like my world. Um, I typically I know that the people that I have on the table, except for children, are going to be bigger than me. Um, And. I do not see that as a disadvantage uh, because I have been like taught ways of how, like you know, how I can make that work. Um, just, I, just some of them, like uh, I'm in full spine right now, and my teacher, who's also a female, um, 
you know, she's come over to me and she's te- when I have like my partner is a six foot something and she she's teaching me like you're gonna want to pull him instead of push like that's what the type of adjustment that you're probably want to like to give him because you um you know want to give him the most out of it um or like if your patient is um coming in with something like acute so something that's like really hurting right now like they come in wobbling um you're not going to want to push that so it's the kind of the same thing um when how you're, you're like you would approach that patient like someone who's like has an acute injury kind of the same way um but yeah it's like so i'd want to pull that patient i'd want to be closed in my in my setup in my stabilization i um so you know some of um what we learn like in the manuals like oh this one's an open stabilization i won't do that in practice because i won't be able to get the adjustment the way that i want it so that's something that's different um just for someone who's larger on the table or I, maybe I won't adjust them inside posture. Maybe I'll do something different for them just depending on like what their body needs, what I can give them. Um, I haven't learned all of the things yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my, my approach will have to be different, but I don't think it's a, um, a disadvantage. Like I think that I'll be able to, or like people, you know, people like me, my size, um, will be equally able to like adjust those patients like you guys. Now, Millie, you were saying before how everyone is different and you're going to have to use different techniques on different people. Um, Everyone here at school is encouraged to go to clubs and everything like that where you're learning different techniques or different postures, everything like that. Is there anything that stands out to you that you've learned that can really help you differentiate between what to do between different patients? Yeah, what a great question, Ryan. Um, yeah, so I learned that also starting off with like the clubs that, that I've done, um, I'm really into functional neurology. I'm sure you guys have talked about that Whoa. before. Yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's a nice, nice club. Just in case anybody is wondering. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. It's, it's like hundred percent going to be implemented in my practice. Um, I've been to Gonstead club. I really, really love them. I really love Gonstead. Um, I've also been to Kairos training club, um, and going off of, you know, what, where your question kind of went there is like how to differentiate um you know like my different patients right um kairos has this um it's kind of a chart so um you know like a line graph that's like x-axis y-axis we all kind of know from algebra um and on the chart we have like earth wind uh sorry it's earth fire air and water did I repeat one of those? No, or did no, I say that? Okay, okay, sorry. I had to think about it a little bit. Okay, so um, so this is the idea that of where your patients are holding their energy and like their tension in their body. So for instance, um, Marcus is a big guy. He's really muscular. I would say that he's an earth because of he comes into the room and his, his center is where his energy is. Like you can really tell like, um, either maybe like their pelvis is forward or they like have these big steps like that typically people who are like larger and muscular are more on like the earth spectrum and then like flexible usually usually female but it can totally be uh, male or you know um, but typically you know females are more flexible more feminine that's going to be a water um, and you're not going to adjust a water like you'd adjust an earth like they need way different tension way different compression you don't want to so if someone's really flexible on the table you could if you added the same amount of torsion that you'd add 
um, to one of those, you know, one of those different things on the chart, you're wringing them out like a towel. And like, that's going to hurt. And like, that's just not going to be, like, we don't want that. So we really, really want to like compress them. Like if they're way strung out like this, we really want to get them like into a little ball kind of, and that's how we want to adjust them. So I really, really like that because it, uh, now I'm looking at people differently and I'm like, oh, like that would be a cool adjustment because it's nothing like, like I haven't done that kind of thing yet. Right. Like I really, really like that people can fall into one and also super important people can fall into many of the different categories they you, you know you can be a fire and a water which is a super weird one or you you know you could be opposite side of the sides of the spectrum but it just um and people would identify people a little bit different but i like the idea of it i really really wish you guys could see the type of movements and stuff that she's <laughs> doing right now she's very very passionate about this as you as you guys can listen and hear and I just want to sit here and, you know, kind of say, um, thank you for calling me, you know, <laughs> um, what, what was it? it was In Earth. Earth. Oh, yeah, 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 you called me Earth. That made me feel like I was built different. I just want to go and let you guys know that. <laughs> um, but more so, I just really want to say kudos, kudos to you. And I really, like, I just want to go ahead and put this out on the table. You being a female, you are very, very inspirational to a whole lot of females out there. That's just just being honest. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of people would think you know, doing doing a whole lot of physical activity, far as like thrusting and stuff like that, would be you know a whole lot like males and stuff like that would ended up doing this. But you are very, very inspirational in the female community, and I just wanna I just wanna sit here and tell you that, and I'm very, very happy you came on to speak, and. I just you know that's just what I wanted to point out because at the end of the day she's she's a prime example you know you can no matter you know no matter the age no matter the ethnicity no, no matter like male or female you can go do whatever you want to do um just you just got to push and keep and keep grinding that's just that's really you know the point behind it but I also wanted to uh, ask you another question um since you know what actually not just not just brought you into chiropractic but what made you choose life university out of all the out of all the wonderful universities out there yeah um kind of a funny story also i just want to say that's like the best compliment ever thank you so much and um i have been influenced by some amazing female doctors um who have made me have this perspective and so if i can give that to anybody else it's just like the dream so thank you so much um what brought me to life kind of a funny story some things just fall into your lap you know what I mean like sometimes opportunities just knock on your door and you just have to say yes to them and see where they take you um but I definitely thought I was going to go to chiropractic school I thought I was going to take a year off um like during the year like 2020 to 2021 so I wasn't actually going to start until this October like that was the plan um I got a job and I was going to work and um, I had a not so great boss and I was looking for either another job um, or something else. I really needed to change my plans. I was really unhappy while where I was. Um, and I, I'm always ahead of the game and I was applying uh, to schools <laughs> um, like a year beforehand because I thought that that was what I was supposed to do. There's not a lot of guidance when it comes to um, like chiropractic school and like what do you need to get in or whatever. Like I, I didn't have anyone that was telling me any of that. So again, I just, I applied early um, and life needed to like i guess like fill some spots for october of 2020 um they offered me a spot for to like start in like two weeks and i said hell yeah let's go 
and I started a year early and I'm like that was just one an opportunity that fell into my lap and two the best thing ever because I've met some of my best friends ever here this quarter and I don't know how close I'd be with all of you guys if I had started a year late um it's definitely something it's it was the perfect thing that I needed at the time and it it just it it came and that's why life and I'm I wouldn't have I wouldn't have made another decision like this was the school you came to life with a two-week notice yes <laughs> it's like putting in a reverse uh uh applicant letter of resignation she was like um you know what instead of leaving i'm actually gonna just go in two weeks in two weeks i'm coming to your school so just know i'm here that's crazy right? because like i remember our first quarter right we were all online because of covid and we one of our first classes we took was biochem one mm-hmm. and i remember we all had an assignment where we had to draw out I think it was like the TCA cycle or something like that. And we all got on a uh, Zoom call and Millie started talking. I'm like, wow, she really has her stuff together. I'm like, you hit the ground running. So false. <laughs> and I was just so impressed by it. I was like, all right, Ryan, I really got to pick up the slack. Oh my God. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you guys. There was a couple of times where we'd be on the Zoom calls and I would look at y'all and I'd be like, man, I am so behind, bro. I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. They would, I would, I would message Ken and I'd be like, "Hey, Ken, do you know about this amino acid?" And you know, we, I used to, we all used to call Ken Bio Ken because this guy, you know, took all the chem classes. He knew he was the only one who, you know, I wouldn't say the only one, but he was one of the few that knew a lot about biochemistry. So I'd be like, "Bro, like, do you know this? Do you know that?" And he'd be like, uh, "Yeah, dude, it's this." And I always felt so behind so i'm i'm not saying like in a good way but i'm kind of relieved that i felt i wasn't the only one that was like dude i i'm confused because it was it was a weird time you know we're taking what eight how many classes did we take first quarter like eight or nine classes somewhere around there and we're like all online doing these zoom calls doing these blackboard collaborate things you know having to wake up at seven in the morning on a monday to hear dr Harmon talk about personal development i mean <laughs> if that wasn't the light of your day i don't know what would have been you know because i was dude i was excited i was like oh yeah with the coffee in one hand barely waking up you know it was great honestly i mean even though you guys call me bioken i felt behind when it came to other classes i was in the same boat as you guys so it, it, it's definitely like a you know reverse uh, I'm in your shoes, but you know, maybe I knew a little bit more about certain topics, but I loved helping everybody and you know, just collaborating with everybody in that first quarter. It was really fun. Right. I just want to say y'all felt behind. Okay, when I hopped in on the Zoom meeting, I would hear everybody just start talking and I'm from the South, so when when I say certain stuff, it comes out like very, very like very, very weird. And so um people like people not just from like the north, but that's not as southern as me they sound so like very sophisticated so no matter what they say it's like no sense even my text messages makes no sense i spell like when i say y'all show gone and i spell it s-h-o-w-l like <laughs> and so that's that's just little things that i do and then when i heard them talk i was just like oh my god what did i get myself into like this is gonna be so tough and then bouncing off of the fact that I wasn't used to taking the amount of classes. It was just such a big transition that I was just, I was very, very nervous about it. But I was like, you know what? I'm built for this. I came for this. So this, I, I got to do it, you know, to especially, especially to end up helping people as much as what I want to help them. You got to put in the time and effort and in, in the work. We're all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Something, just that, um, something I want to add to that is that I think, chiropractic school is such a beautiful thing because we all come from 
like, you know, we all come from different areas. We all had different curriculums growing up. We all had different curriculums in college, but we all came to the same school. And that means that like we, you know, you could have had a better teacher for biology or someone would have had a better teacher for chemistry. Like, you know, we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses, but we're all here and we're all going to be great docs. And I think that that is like a really special thing that I feel about this school that it doesn't matter like where your past was, you got here and now we're all we're all growing together and I just I think that that's an amazing thing you know <laughs> when you mentioned when you mentioned the whole thing about we all had you know like different professors the first thought that popped in my head was my chemistry two professor I'll never forget this woman <laughs> she that class sucked but <laughs> I remember when the first day of school started it was about 250 of us in an auditorium hall and by the end of the semester it was about 50 of us and she was like she was just going in on like all this chemistry stuff and first quarter all i remembered was her like we're going through biochem and i'm like man you know i made it through her class i can make it through biochem i made it through her class i can make it through biochem and it was like bro it was it was tough that first quarter was it was it was definitely no joke and looking back on it i mean i'm really thankful that i got to do with you guys because honestly if it wasn't for y'all i really don't think i would have been in this program still i mean it you really do need a team of people to push you through and to motivate you because there's days where i wake up and i don't want to do any of this crap and then you know i got marcus over here telling me hey bro we gotta work out at 11. i got ryan over here telling me hey bro we gotta practice ortho and then ken's over here like yeah bro make sure you draw your cns stuff and then i got millie in class she's the first person in class sitting up with their laptop up and she's over there typing away i'm like bro i need to check in bro i need to make sure i'm on my stuff because if not i'm behind so it's like you you know you're almost in like this rat race but it's a rat race together it's 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 a it's hard to explain you just have to be in it to get it it's a pack yeah. absolutely but i wanted to ask you something Millie. Yeah. so um this is something that i've kind of had a like a weird time with because i am they always talk about it in clubs like gone club and stuff like that they always talk about like you know when you're a guy and you're you know you're just you're practicing your setups or you're adjusting a patient who's a female you know how is there like any tips that you have aside from like all the standard stuff of like, you know, obviously like asking for permission and everything and like, you know, just making sure that everything's comfortable. Like, is there any tips that you would have? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to start with, um, you know, if, if you do, when you're a doc, have a female, like female patient, she chose you as her doctor. So if she didn't want a male doctor, she wasn't comfortable with that. She wouldn't have picked you as her doc, like typically um if like if it was a really big matter um so that's one so i think that if she picks you she's already comfortable with having you work on her you know you wouldn't go to a doc that you're like ooh, like i'm not really comfortable with this guy like he seems a little weird to me or like whatever like you you wouldn't you wouldn't pick that so that first off like you got to go in it with confidence because you know that your intentions aren't bad and that if you have that type of confidence she knows your intentions aren't bad and they always say like in the in the clubs in your classes it's like don't make it weird like i'm making little quotes like don't make it weird if your confidence level is high enough that you're like i know that this isn't weird so i'm going to approach it like it's any other part of the body or it's any other human being um it's going to make them feel comfortable as well um it's just coming at it professionally coming at it confidently um making them know that if they feel it like any discomfort that they're com that they're just comfortable with you um i have had several male chiropractors and i've never been uncomfortable it's never even been a thought in my mind um and it's like it's and I've, I've had female chiropractors as well and it's like it's no different but that's for me so i was i was comfortable enough to pick 
male, male doctors, I haven't had like a poor experience, but for people who have, which is unfortunately the case, um, they probably wouldn't pick you as a doc. Um, and if they did, you like, for whatever reason, if you were the only doc in the area, maybe, and like they really, you know what I mean? They really did need to see you. Um, and that was our choice. I think that their demeanor, you'd know that they're uncomfortable and then you'd approach it very gently. Mm-hmm. And then you'd, you'd allow, you'd always make it a thing like, I want you to be comfortable. You seem tense. I want you to be comfortable. Like this is a comfortable environment. And that's a really awesome power that we have as chiropractors. Our environment can be anything we want it to be. We can make it like super sterile, professional, like um, everyone's on time. You have to come to your appointment. Like, And I know that some people work like that. And then I've been to offices that are like, oh yeah, you're coming late. Totally fine. Thanks for calling us. Like, and then you, you know, it's super, it's just way more casual. And like some tables that I've been on are super private. And then some, like the whole, all the rest of the patients are just seeing me be adjusted. Like it really depends on like how casual you want to make it. And some patients will feel super, super comfortable in those casual environments. Um, I wouldn't, it's the fact that you're thinking about it and it's on your mind and you, you want to make your patients comfortable. Um, I think that that will make your patients comfortable because you're thinking about it. I think that there's discomfort when you aren't conscious to that. Gotcha. Awesome. Thank you. I just wanted to, you know, kind of say thank you for saying that because (laughs) like, like, like Danny just said, sometimes as a, as a male, you kind of get very like, because they teach you in school, like, okay, you got to make sure you ask permission for this, ask permission for that, ask permission for that and ask permission for that. And you like, Oh my God! Like, damn! I really gotta, I really gotta make sure I'm making the patient feel as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. And also in the back of your head, it kind of gets a little intimidating, cause it's like, it's like if I do one wrong move, I'm like, I'm, I'm screwed basically. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I really, I'm really happy that you like, you said that. And I'm really happy that you asked that question because. That's a question that a whole lot of people have in their minds and a whole lot of people just, you know, a little nervous to ask. And I'm very, very happy that you answered that question. I'm very, very happy that you asked that. But today, I just want to, you know, sit back and say, you know, thank you for coming on and talking on this podcast. Like it really it really opened up our eyes and it really gave another perspective of of like how females think in this profession, how males think in this profession. It really just opened up. A whole lot more questions for even our audience to ask and so i just really want to say thank you and i appreciate you for coming on and i just want to say you're an inspiration not only to the female community but to the male community as well to the whole world so i just want to say thank you i appreciate you millie yeah thanks for coming on honestly it was a pleasure thank you so much thank you guys so much and you're really doing something great here and you're really um helping the world be more exposed to this profession and i couldn't be happier well, that gives up today's uh, episode, you guys. I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Deuces. Later. You're welcome. Bye. Bye, guys. All right, hold on a sec. Do y'all think that M&Ms taste different? Yeah, the, the blue ones are the best ones. All right, all right. <laughs>